Well, uh, let's uh, talk about uh, Ian Watson. Um, uh, give us a little bit of background and history on your career. Well, I was uh, I was born and raised in the UK. That's probably not obvious to everybody, but uh, uh, lots of people think I'm an Australian. And while I love the Aussies, I was much rather be born in the UK. I went to school. Uh, I went to, I went to a boarding school, and uh, then I went on and uh, won a scholarship from British Petroleum to go to college in South Wales to learn petroleum engineering, uh, which was chemical engineering with a twist. Uh, and uh, it was what they call in England a sandwich course. I think you call it a co-op course here. The OSW project manager, whose name was Ed Miller, said, uh, uh, you know, we're looking, we're interested in, in, in looking at places where we can apply this technology. And so he encouraged us to write unsolicited proposals to do state studies. And I'm sure you remember the state study series. So we got one funded in Montana. So I spent one really cold uh, three-week period in December in Montana, uh, driving around the state and uh, finding out where we could apply uh, this technology. The San Francisco conference was coming up. So I called around a few people, and, uh, and uh, nobody seemed to have anything for me to do uh, until I called Ashwin Desai. And he said, oh, he said, uh, yeah, let's talk in San Francisco. So I said, okay. So we went to San Francisco. And Those days Ashwin was with Hydronautics. At Hydronautics, that's right. In and Santa Barbara. Another not-too-bad place Another not-too-bad place. And so he offered me a job as international sales manager. Now, I'd never sold anything in my life. <laughs> but I figured, eh, you know, what the heck? I can always learn. Uh, and part of the deal was that we were to move, obviously, to Santa Barbara. And uh, with as Rostec, was it always by yourself, or did you have some partners? It was always by, well, okay. my wife is, has always been sure. you know, the driving force. <laughs> and uh, there was a time when... Uh, um, you were the technical director for Boyle. Now, was that part, were you Rostec then, or? No, but I grew out of being Rostec. And then you, uh, you went back to just being Rostec. Well, we changed the name a little bit. What happened was that, uh, uh, as you probably will remember, uh, while I was Rostec Services, which is the name of the original company of Fort Myers, I had been contacted by uh, uh, the Dare County Commission on the Outer Banks of North Carolina. So I went to the commission meeting. I was sitting there, and they were talking about all things that commissioners talk about. And they got to their trip to Florida. And they were talking about, uh, and Bobby actually was taking the lead. He was talking about what they'd seen, what they'd learned about RO, and that they thought they'd made the right decision in selecting RO for the water supply for the Outer Banks, or at least the, the, the Kill Level Hills area of the Outer Banks. And, uh, and Black and Veatch guys were sitting in the audience, and he said, but we're a little concerned uh, about our consultants uh, having the necessary practical knowledge. So uh, I'd like to propose that the commission hire uh, Rostec Services as the owner's engineer. So I thought, oh, I'm going to die here. <laughs> and so they did. It started um, 
1972, Neil Klein and Don Owens organized a conference uh, uh, in Anaheim, and I went there. Um, Orange County Water District. The Orange yeah. County Water District folks. And this was about the time that OSW was withdrawing, and Orange County Water District had built the hybrid evaporator system. You remember that? Yes. And so they were concerned that uh, that uh, the industry without OSW didn't have a voice in Washington. So they thought that we needed to start some kind of an organization uh, so that uh, the other side of the argument could be presented and at uh, committee hearings and so forth. So they said, would there be any interest in doing that? And I don't know, maybe about two or three dozen people raised their hands, me included. Uh, later on, there was an organizing meeting in Washington at the, uh, I think it was the DuPont Circle Hotel. Uh, Bill Warren was there, Neil Klein, uh, Pat Burke, uh, Leon, and a few others. And that was the beginnings of Nowissia. And subsequently that year, we had our first meeting uh, in Fort Lauderdale at Pier 66. So I'm proud to say I'm a founder member of Nowissia, which is the predecessor organization to AMTA. Has the uh, evolution of, desal of seawater desalting membranes helped the business grow or the industry grow? Or is there, are there other drivers in there that you would think? I think it's helped the industry grow. Uh, I don't think it's had much effect yet on AMTA because, uh, as you know, there aren't that many seawater plants in the U.S. yet. Um, but there is a growing interest here, and uh, uh, certainly in the future, I think that that will become more of a factor. But right now, I don't see very much. I think there's, uh, yes, yeah, a little bit of improvement still can still be made, and in, in, uh, you know, we can maybe get to 99.99 percent rejection in seawater membranes at a reasonable pressure. <laughs> um, but when you look at it, we're very close to to theoretical energy requirements for seawater RO membranes. So, and I and. You know, you can't beat Mother Nature. Nobody can get below theoretical. Yeah, <laughs> it's hard to beat that. Yeah.